the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. You can catch the show on the podcast if you miss it. Search uh, podcasts under the Listen tab at 989theanswer.com, theanswerdayton.com. You can take us with you wherever you go on the iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com app. And you'll definitely want to have the app by next Tuesday when the show will be markedly better because it will be hosted by none other than my next guest, Jack Windsor of the Ohio Press Network. Hello, Mr. Windsor. How are you? Ready for your big radio debut? Bruce, I'm uh, I'm nervous. Huge shoes to fill in your absence, but it's an <laughs> honor, and I'm excited to get the job done. So thanks for thinking of me and giving me the opportunity. They're not all that huge. They're only size 11, so you'll be fine, okay? <laughs> Touche. All right, very good. And before we get into the meat of our visit, uh, this is kind of a big day for you, is it not? It is. Uh, so, you know, I kind of outkicked my coverage. Uh, Whitney has agreed to marry me today, so at 6.30 tonight, uh, we'll make it official and we'll be blending a family uh, with Brody and Addison, uh, her two children, and uh, Eva Grace, my 10-year-old daughter. So we're excited to make it happen, and uh, we're grateful that uh, we'll have you and your wife there with us, Bruce, to celebrate. Well, uh, yeah, I wish we could be. My wife is, uh, I always tell people she's in the middle of getting ready for the Super Bowl, which is her taxes uh, tax season. Uh, she's a CPA, yeah. so we'd love to be there, but we can't be. But uh, we'll be supporting you in prayer, and uh, awesome, awesome that uh, you guys are getting married, and we wish you nothing, nothing but the best. So, and, and I'm sure Whitney was super excited about uh, the fact that you'll be honeymooning by hosting the Bruce Hooley Show next week for three days. <laughs> well, you know, we, uh, it, we were fortunate because we scheduled the honeymoon a, a week later uh, because of the you know, visitation schedules with kids and so on and so forth. So the Bruce Hooley Show fits perfectly right into our regularly scheduled programming, if you will. Very good. Well, let's get to uh, one of my passions, and I know one of yours, too, is school choice in the state of Ohio. And the Daily Wire this past week did a really interesting – in fact, I think they're in the middle of a four-part series on why don't states that have overwhelming Republican majorities govern like they have overwhelming Republican majorities. There are exceptions, Texas, Florida, but I was shocked to find out that Ohio has uh, more state legislators who are Republican than the state of Florida does. Florida got school choice done. A lot of other states have gotten it done. Just today, Jack, Nebraska and North Dakota have gotten it done. They don't have anywhere near the 67 percent, uh, two-thirds majority that Republicans have in the state of Ohio. Uh, I know Mike DeWine talked about expanding school choice but we've got the whole speaker drama with Jason Stevens, who's uh, allied with more Democrats than Republicans. Where does school choice stand in the state of Ohio? Is it even going to get a reading in the House of Rep- in the state house? Is it is it dead? Is it barely breathing? What do you know about school choice in Ohio? Yeah, that's a great question. And I guess the first thing I will say, Bruce, is that uh, in the state of Ohio, you have two people right now that are prominent. You have Mike DeWine, who started, I believe, as a Democrat. The year I was born in 1976, 
And uh, you have uh, Matt Dolan, who's running for state Senate, who also began as a Democrat in, uh, you know, up around the Cuyahoga County area. And I think one of the byproducts of living in such a conservative state is that there are people who probably would otherwise have a D beside their names that decide, you know what, I'm going to flip over and put an R and just hope that people really aren't paying close attention to what I'm doing with with my voting and, and my activity. And I think so part of it is you have people that are probably moderate. Uh, Democrats that are probably registering and pretending to be Republicans. Um, I'm just calling a spade a spade there. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and then school choice, look, in Ohio, we have uh, the backpack bill that had some momentum. We have some legislation that is designed to uh, re, uh, basically uh, reallocate and reapportion money uh, to families so that kids will have a choice as to where they go. And I always point back, Bruce, to the experience I had several years ago when Columbus Collegiate Academy was born uh, in the heart of Ohio, in Columbus, Ohio, one of the roughest neighborhoods. And, uh, you know, we operated on a, a shoestring budget. And what I saw in terms of transformation in the lives of the kids who were taught reading, writing, math very uh, diligently, very, very much militantly, uh, you know, they, they began to prosper. And it wasn't always about having more resources. It was having the right instructors, um, the right curriculum, and doing it the right way. And so it is going to be refreshing. I don't know how this is going to shake out, but for families to have a choice and for taxpayers to go, you know what, it's our money anyway, and it ought to go places that produce the outcomes that we want. Yeah. Amen to that. Jack Windsor, our guest, theohiopressnetwork.com. You can follow Jack on twin, uh, on Twitter, at Jack Windsor. And Jack will be sitting in for me next week on uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Uh, there's very little to me, Jack, accountability among uh, people who should be supporting school choice, who should be supporting the Save Women's Sports Act in Ohio, the SAFE Act. There are a lot of bills that I think uh, would win uh, among the electorate in the state of Ohio, that the representatives who supposedly, theoretically, represent that electorate in a constitutional republic appear to have no interest in supporting. Uh, I feel like the cure for this is um, in two years, uh, replace those legislators. But that's a hard sell to get people to run for an office that, quite honestly, a lot of people don't even have a clue who their state uh, representative is. So do you think there'll be accountability for these people who have been elected to serve the electorate but are not serving them with uh, pushing through bills that I think their constituents would like to see made law? Absolutely. There will be accountability. And I'll do a cheap plug here, if you don't mind. I think that's why listening to your program and folks reading the Ohio Press Network is meaningful, because, you know, there's a dialogue that is necessary for us to uh, make sure that our republic survives and prospers. And, you know, that requires an informed electorate. And unfortunately, there aren't a lot of reliable outlets that really give you hard news. They give you a ton of propaganda, particularly from the left. But I will tell you, there is a stirring in the state of Ohio, particularly among um, people on the right side of the aisle and, and specifically conservatives who are saying, look, we are supposed to have a 67 to 99 or 67 out of 99 people in our state house are supposed to be Republicans. Mm -hmm. And we certainly aren't acting like it. And so, you know, Jason Stevens, the House Speaker, uh, did a course correction and said, look, here are some of the things that we're going to get done. The, the clock is ticking on him. And, uh, you know, he's he's got some time 
but uh, it will come out in the wash. And if we don't see uh, women's sports protected, if we don't see parents' rights protected, if we don't see education choice, um, you know, uh, propagate, if we don't see the lives of innocent unborn, unborn children protected, uh, there's going to be hell to pay. And uh, I know that there are groups of people and, and money lining up uh, to make sure that anybody that does not want to act and vote as a conservative will be replaced uh, the next election cycle. So you mentioned the unborn, and we've got about a minute left. And I'm I'm hearing on Fox today this talk about Republican presidential candidates, and Tim Scott supposedly said something yesterday about we need a threshold for abortion, 20 weeks or whatever. Uh, this to me is if you have been pro-life, then you're pro-life from the moment of conception. And I, I, Mike DeWine is supposedly pro-life. We had a heartbeat bill here, and we've got an activist judge in Cincinnati who stopped it. But just as a voter, what's your thought on uh, Republican candidates and their position on abortion now appearing to be with Tim Scott, with Donald Trump, uh, being malleable? Uh, DeSantis just did the same bill in Florida and actually got it done that we have here six weeks. Uh, I didn't leave you much time, but how do you feel about uh, candidates who uh, – no, actually, you got about two minutes – who want to uh, – govern their position on abortion by what will help them get elected or not elected? Yeah, you know, this is a really hard question, Bruce, and I'm giving you my opinion. I don't have it figured out. I'm being vulnerable with you. I I, I value life. Uh, you know, at some point on air, I can tell you the story of my beautiful 10-year-old daughter who defied all the odds uh, to be born and live a beautiful life. And so, uh, you know, I have a personal experience that makes life meaningful to me. And interestingly enough, if we're all honest with ourselves, we all believe in life. Uh, the people who are alive and debating it chose life, and their yep. parents chose life. So it's always a little bit idiotic to me that we pretend like we don't want life. Um, so, But here's the deal. We live in a world uh, that is upside down, and I think the thing that we all have to think about is do we want to play a zero-sum game? Do we want to say it's it's all or nothing. And if it's, if that's the case, if you lose, then you get nothing. And so then the question becomes, if you are somewhat malleable, can you say, if, if, if you're losing 20 to 30,000 lives a year in the state of Ohio, can you save 15? Right. And, and that is a, it's a hard, hard question. I tend to be the person who says, look, um, abortion should not be used like contraception. You have a choice. And certainly um, there are escape hatches in legislation uh, to protect the mother's health, uh, you know, in, in instances that are horrific, like rape or incest. Exceptions can be made for those, but we've got to be honest with ourselves. That's not what the left wants. The, the left wants a boutique opportunity to step into a place and just conveniently have life ripped out of them, and that's not okay. And so we really need to, to decide when life begins, and then we need to fight for that definition tooth and nail. Amen to that. Uh, Jack? Love having you on the show. I uh, really appreciate you coming on on your wedding day. That's uh, above and beyond. Looking forward to you being on next week. Uh, all the best tonight. Have a wonderful night. Again, apologies that I cannot be there. Really appreciate the invitation. And uh, you'll be in my prayers. God bless, my friend. God bless you, Bruce. Thank you so much. Jack Windsor, the Ohio Press Network. You can follow Jack on Twitter at Jack Windsor. I can tell you one guy who won't be booking passage on the Stand with Israel tour. That would be uh, House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries. 
uh, whose brother is a law professor at Ohio State and every bit as radical as his brother, Hakeem. Uh, Hakeem Jeffries, uh, who is, uh, well, of course, he's a liar because he's a Democrat. Uh, He has said many things, including that Republicans don't want kids to learn about the Holocaust, uh, which is a flat out lie. Turns out uh, maybe Hakeem Jeffries is the guy who doesn't want people to learn about the Holocaust as a college editorial that he wrote while an undergraduate at Binghamton University uh, was defending his uncle, black studies professor Leonard Jeffries, who lost his job over incendiary comments about the Jewish people. So Hakeem Jeffries wrote an editorial defending his uncle before his uncle came to campus to speak. Of course, the left's defense to this is, well, Representative Jeffries wrote that 30 years ago. It doesn't hold any water now. Can you imagine? Can you imagine any Democrat allowing any Republican to say, well, that's what I said then. I don't believe that anymore. Would that wash? Would that hold any weight? Would that have sway in terms of stiff-arming criticism over something said before? You know it wouldn't. Hakeem Jeffries is an anti-Semite. I'm not the least bit surprised. Most Democrats are. What confounded me is the way that, as a voting bloc, the Jewish people support Democrats. I... Couldn't fathom it when Barack Obama was the most anti-Israel president we've ever had. Uh, Joe Biden did not reach out to Bibi Netanyahu when he became prime minister of Israel again. No, no interest in that. As I've said many times, as I will always say, because it is the truth, if you are not on the side of Israel, if you are not a staunch defender of the Jewish people, you are on the wrong side, and history will prove it so. Now, as for abortion, This is an issue that troubles me deeply because the position of the Republican Party has always been that life begins at conception. Life does begin at conception. The word begin means start, commence. Life starts at conception. That is inarguable. It's interesting. Today, I noticed in the Columbus Dispatch, a story. Here's the lead. A Franklin County jury decided Thursday that a Columbus man was the drive-by shooter who shot a pregnant 15-year-old girl in 2020, killing her unborn baby. After two days of witness testimony in Franklin County Common Police Court, the jury found 27-year-old Christopher Payne guilty of all charges, including, what are the charges, Bruce? Murder and attempted murder. Now, did the 15-year-old mother die in this drive-by shooting? No, she did not. No, she did not. Can you murder somebody who is not dead? No, you cannot. So, if a 15-year-old mother was shot and the person who shot her was convicted of murder and she's not dead... It begs a question. Who did he murder? Well, he's found guilty of murdering her child. Now, was her child in the baby seat beside her? No. Her child was not in the baby seat beside her. Where was her child? 
inside her, not beside her, inside her, in her womb. So this guy is found guilty of murder of an yet-to-be-born child. But the left would say, had the 15-year-old driven to an abortion clinic and not been shot, but aborted that child, that would be fine. That would not be murder. That would not even be a crime. That would be her right to choose. That would be reproductive rights. That would be health care. The position is completely detached from reality and common sense, not to mention truth and goodness. And so we have a battle forming in the Republican presidential primary over what position candidates will take regarding abortion. And while I have said many times that I will always be grateful to Donald Trump for being the president who got Roe versus Wade overturned by naming three conservative justices to the Supreme Court, the commentators who are prognosticating where Trump will stand on abortion going into the upcoming primary season is that Trump will embrace abortion after X number of weeks, and most people settle on 15 weeks. I think Lindsey Graham proposed 18 weeks. The other day, Tim Scott sounded like he would be okay with abortions up to 20 weeks. I'm not okay with any abortions because your position has to be a truth position because the truth position is God's position. Okay, I'm not going to be swayed by the argument of Donald Trump, Tim Scott, Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, Asa Hutchinson, or anybody else on when life begins. I'll go with God's position on when life begins, and life begins at conception. And so this is troubling to me that we have a squishiness because Republicans deem themselves unelectable if they are out of touch with voters. Now, there's one candidate on the Republican side who on this issue, it appears, will be running to the right of everyone else, and that candidate is Ron DeSantis. As he signed into law yesterday, a heartbeat bill in Florida. Now, hopefully they won't have an activist judge in Florida like we have here in Ohio who will block the heartbeat bill from being adhered to in the state. But once you detect a heartbeat, you know there's life inside that mother, and you should not be able to interfere with that life. But there are Republicans who say, oh, we can't win with that position. We can't win with that position. So we'll compromise, right? Compromising. How's that working out for us on the homosexual agenda, right? How did that work out? Uh, they promised, just just tolerate us. We'll, we'll never ask for gay marriage. We'll never ask to be able to adopt kids. Instead, they asked for both. And now they push for men being able to be women and women to be able to be men. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.